Hello, world singers. My name is Brooke. And I'm Tyler. And this is Cosmere Conversations. are back for our final rounds of Cosmere Cage Match. The Cage Match and May Madness has to conclude now that it is the month of June and it is summertime here in the Northern Hemisphere, but we have some fights to discuss before we go out and enjoy the beautiful weather that has struck upon us. Yes. We have had a fantastic response to the cage match, have had a lot of fun reading everybody's comments and questions on the reddits and thoughts. This was really just like a fun experiment and it worked out and I am really (laughs) glad that we did it. We have three fights, the two semi-final fights to discuss and the final culmination fight. So first... Let's do those semifinal matchups. The semifinals were good. I had a really tough time trying to pick winners for the semifinal matches. Yeah, I honestly believe that the semifinals were worth the price of admission, which was nothing. <laughs> Zero dollars. To, definitely for worth it. For the cage it. match. Like, just seeing the final fight, uh, or the excuse me, the semifinal fights was really fun, and I had a lot of good times imagining different scenarios, as did our fans. So, Brooke, what is semifinal fight number one? Vin versus Kaladin. Oh, man, such a good one. The Mistborn from Scadriel against a third ideal Knight's Radiant Windrunner from Rashar. Two main characters duking it out, probably two characters that are... A lot of people's favorites. We had yep, many I was going to say best beloved characters yeah, by many. Exactly. We had many people who were like, I'm a big Kaladin fan or I'm a big Vin fan. And they were letting their fandom show in this fight. We had so many good comments. I wish that, and there were like the more people participating, it seemed like there were just more people willing to go the extra mile and like yeah. really get into their get descriptions. Some nice, yeah, descriptions of fights. For example, we had one fan who when describing this fight between Vin and Kaladin said this quote a big thing Kaladin has going for him is his superior flight abilities he can reach any altitude and maintain precise control while Vin will have difficulty reaching higher velocities and attempting to fight Kaladin Vin's inability to heal shard blade wounds is the difference maker in this fight in my opinion end quote Yeah, and that's, I think, was my sort of deciding factor as well when I was deciding this fight for my vote, um, is just the healing and the shard blade. Yeah, we actually kind of talked about maybe giving Vin some type of weapon, like half shard daggers, Yeah, or, you know, the gigantic (laughs) coloss blade that she normally carries becomes a shard blade. Uh, because that really is very, very difficult to deal with, a blade that cannot be blocked or restricted by any normal means and severs the soul uh, when it comes into contact with a life form, then I think 
is the more versatile fighter. For sure. With more versatile powers. Yeah. There were a couple of really interesting things that I didn't even think about Yeah. Uh, for the Ascendant Warrior. One of which literally never even crossed my mind was if Vin would be able to use emotional allomancy, maybe with a Duralumin Blast, to somehow affect Kaladin mid-fight. Yeah, this idea that Kaladin is already a little bit emotionally unstable and that Vin might be able to kind of exploit that with her specific uh, emotional powers. I thought that was a really cool call. Shout out to that fan. Absolutely. And we also had people trying to pull in uh, Sanderson quotes himself. Good, good. Diving into those word of Brandon's respect. Absolutely, absolutely. There was a uh, convention where he was asked in a generic fashion without any type of specific names thrown around uh, how he thought a fight between a Mistborn and a Stormlight user would go. And Brandon uh, was favorable to the Mistborn. Now, that's interesting. Yeah, I think that what he was incorporating uh, may have been the God Medals ATM, because that's a normal thing that a Mistborn can do, and something that we in this fight uh, have ixnayed. So I don't know if like he was aware of that restriction. Don't have any access to any of the higher. Metals that were discovered later, uh, like cadmium and kind of bend alloy, the different Mistborn Era 2 metals. Vin would never have those. Yeah, I wouldn't give Vin Era 2 metals, but I would say for this specific fight, I might say that she could have ATM. Oh, I, I, think, she I would, think that would change everything. That would make a better fight, but I still think... Because if she gets nicked by the shard blade, she's done. So it would make for a better fight, but I think she still loses. That's interesting. I honestly see ATM, and the reason that we took it out originally is because ATM is so powerful. Uh, You know, the ability to predict the future, even momentarily, even for just a second or two, uh, could really be all that a fight needs. I am reminded of uh, Miyamoto Musashi, the famous Japanese swordsman, who was constantly talking about how fight should be over very, very quickly, like a single strike or a single move or two. You don't want to dance with your opponent. It's not something that's supposed to take a long time. It is, you know, let like, them attack. You're here to do a job. <laughs> yeah, you let them attack or you attack, and it, it's over in seconds. Um, Now, obviously, better fighters are able to kind of predict and game out for longer and to keep fights going, but ATM is that super ability to recognize the exact move you should make to end the fight as quickly as possible. But... Kaladin can heal and can then dish out enough damage exactly with that atm assist that's why i say the atm would make it a better fight because there would be a few key moments that she would be able to avoid Mm -hmm. um getting hurt or be able to get a strike in on kaladin yeah but those moments are not going to be the final say and i think one of the things that kaladin has shown in his previous fights and is really really powerful is the Sill manipulation. Mm -hmm. I just, I find that a weapon that can change forms and 
even become a shield, not just a weapon, is something that Vin has certainly never seen or dealt with. She can't block the weapon in any way, so she has to and avoid it. Even with ATM, I don't think she would be able to predict what Ooh. the weapon would be. That is interesting. Like, can ATM show you what a shard, uh, not a shard blade, a spren blade will do. I don't think so. That is an interesting little <laughs> wrinkle in there. I like that you picked up on that because, uh, I, again, I didn't even think about it. There's so many different variables totally. in these fights. And that's why the fans were so great uh, in their kind of helping us out and thinking about this. What was your personal vote? Not the, not the fans vote, but what did you personally think? I personally did end up voting for Kaladin. Okay. Uh, and primarily because of that healing. I definitely wanted and maybe failed to convince you and the fans uh, that we should give Vin some type of additional weapon or shard weapon to deal with that shard blade. I gave it to Kaladin, and I think the fan from earlier pointed out he's more mobile, and we have seen in so many of these fights how mobility is a powerful ally to yeah. have or a powerful tactic to use. Absolutely. And Vin, I don't think, has ever dealt with a opponent that is more mobile than she is. True. Like, it would be a shock not just to deal with a weapon that she can't block, <laughs> but also a opponent that is far, far better suited to the skies where the Mistborn are often so comfortable and powerful. Well, she's fought Inquisitors that I think are fairly mobile and fast, but I think still not in the same way that Kaladin is because they're using the same magic system and she's better able to predict where those Inquisitors will be. That's a good point. The different magic systems kind of give you an understanding of like how your opponent will move and exactly. stuff. And I think that... If I was going to maybe say, like, who would I want uh, on my team as part of, like, the military campaign that I am imagining, <laughs> uh, then as her kind of assassin role and, like, leader of the charge whenever there's a fight uh, is pretty damn powerful. And I really like the maybe the more emotional uh, medals and the different abilities of allomancers i think is pretty cool the, like the tin usage yeah i think all of those things would make me maybe want to hang out with vin and recruit <laughs> her onto my uh, mystical cosmere army uh, but in a one-on-one -on -one fight against kaladin storm blessed the fans you and i all have decided that kaladin wins and moves on to the final round in a narrow victory, it I will say. A really narrow victory. One of the closest we've had in the entire cage match. Yeah. Uh, certainly the closest we've had in a little while, too. Like, the yeah. closest ones I remember were those round one fights when they were decided by, like, a couple of votes. And this was a reminder of just how popular these two characters are. Let's go on to our second semifinal fight, which... I loved because I want to see these characters <laughs> meet up and there's a possibility that they do meet up. True. So I want them to meet up. I want them to have conversations. I want them uh, to maybe give each other advice on their different goals, whatever those goals may be. Interesting. 
But in this circumstance, it's a Super Smash Bros. battle between Vasher and Zeth, with each not having their companion Nightblood. <laughs> no Nightblood. We instead said that Zeth gets his uh, Spren Blade, which he bonded at the end of Oathbringer, um, even though we didn't see that because he used Nightblood. Nightblood. Um, we're just saying he has a Spren Blade. If you wanted to put like a limit on if he can manipulate it like Kaladin can and change its form, sure, whatever. But he has a Spren Blade, and Vasher is given, you know, King Elicar's uh, Shard Blade or another Shard Blade on loan for this particular fight. So no Nightblood. Vasher, the ancient member of the five scholars from Warbreaker, Awakener Extraordinaire, Verseth, Sun Naturo, Sun Sun Volano. We've got all the names here. <laughs> Truthless of Shinovar, what is your thought about this fight? I think I, man, this is another really good one. I think I ended up saying Zeth. Nice. But I don't know. It's a tough it's a tough one. Zeth I think has again the advantage of mobility, being able to use his lashings. But just like Vin, Vasher's no slouch in this department either. Oh, absolutely. He's got plenty of awakened experience and in increasing his mobility as well as possibly a lot more tricks. Now we didn't yeah. see the full um kind of tactical power of awakening in like a fight circumstance or a war circumstance uh but we saw a lot of different tricks of awakeners and i and i think we did get a comment from the fans that uh, a quote from brandon kind of indicating that vasher would be able to use his signature breath move. Oh, yes, the breath so, move. So I do think that that move, if anything, I think that would be what would like throw Zeth off and be 100%. the end of Zeth. Like, in this circumstance, both combatants now can safely close distance on each other. Both have a magic system that they're comfortable with. Both have shard blades of one type or another. So these guys unlike maybe Vin in the last fight where she has to constantly be avoiding that spren blade, these ones are in close. And when you're in close with Vasher, he has that breath pass or like overwhelmed by breath move uh, that he has used to defeat superior opponents in the past. And Vasher, we know from his... Uh, role as Zahel on mm -hmm. Rashar, he has a lot of experience in fighting shard bearers. Like, yes. that's what he does. So, I mean, obviously, he's going to be able to hold his own in this fight. Yeah, I don't think... I think this is maybe the longest lasting fight, other than uh, Hoyd versus Miles, which we... <laughs> which is, may still be happening. Yeah, We're not sure. We retconned that, so it's going on for thousands <laughs> of years. Uh, but eventually, Miles will lose. The I, I do think that this fight has the possibility to like end up being an extended bout, uh, which is the opposite of what I was just talking about in our previous one. I think that these two are really equal. One of our fans said this, quote, Vasher wins, in my opinion. I think Vasher is the more skillful fighter as he was already a master swordsman and awakener and has had even more time to improve. 
More importantly, Vasher has many years of training with shards, even more than Zeth. I think that's soft speculation, but like fair, yeah. it's fair. Yeah. Uh, he knows the strategies to take on shard bearers and is one of the most ingenuitive fighters that we have seen. His breath trick and his insistence to Adolin that he practices knife against sword and knife against spear in case he loses his shard blade shows that he considers all possibilities, end quote. Really, really thoughtful comment. And I think the reasons that this person outlined is one of the reasons I personally voted for Vasher in this fight. I went with age, experience, and that kind of fighting creativity or ingenuity uh, that, you know, previously, I think Vin was probably like the best example of someone who's really creative with her uses of uh, fighting. Uh But I think Vasher may actually be like the secret master of that Yeah, well, because he's he's had more years, years. As this person points out, he's just had so many years to practice and experience. Um, and I think there's something to be said, again, for the, like, stability factor. Like, Zeth is not really a stable human being. <laughs> that is an excellent point. Like, there, we have to keep in mind that even though this is a super Smash Bros. style fight, these are still the characters that we know and love. And part of the reason that we know and love them is their flaws. Uh, Zeth is definitely a broken individual. How much does that impact uh, when he is facing a real challenge? Remember when he was facing Kaladin uh, and he used kind of the full stormlight the first time, he freaked out and retreated and like ran away from the fight. Yeah. Because it, it broke him psychologically, the whole not truthless, I am truthless type thing. Yeah. I think that many of the fans uh, believed what you have laid out, which is that the stormlight healing potential and the mobility is probably greater, well, definitely greater. Uh, than Awakeners, and for many people that was the deciding factor, is that Zeth conceivably can take a couple more hits than Vasher can and live to tell the tale. I do think that Vasher has more secret powers that we have not been made aware of. Well, probably, but... We can't include that. But I I do think that, for example, Vasher probably has some type of healing that we are not aware of. Yeah. Uh, He certainly has a naturally long life, and everybody could just say, well, that's because of a lot of breaths, but that's not what we see on Nalthus with other people. So... I think that Vasher's got a lot underneath the surface we're unaware of, and that might change the way the fight could go. You know, maybe in three books we find out that Vasher's actually immortal I mean, and, like, yeah. he can heal any wound. In, like, one book, literally all of these fights could go a completely different way. But we are at this moment in time, um, and I will say one more thing that I think Zeth has going for him is that... We know that he has practiced with all of the honor blades. And so I just think that learned ability to react to the unexpected and react to different types of powers is going to be really valuable in a fight like this against someone that has powers that he may have never seen before. But Zeth 
already has practiced that sort of thinking on his feet type of response. Yeah, I mean, I really love this matchup because you have two people who are very, very experienced, unlikely to be immediately overwhelmed by a magic system or a magic move. Like, I don't think that Vasher for a moment is going to be thrown off by, like, the lashings that totally. Zeth uses yeah. and vice versa. I don't yeah. think Zeth would be all that confused yeah. by a new magic system. Like Neither waking. one of them is at a big disadvantage, which is what makes this fight so fun. After a long, drawn-out fight between these two master swordsmen, master magicians, the fans have decided that Zeth, son Naturo, will move on to the final round defeating vasher one of the most powerful people in the cosmere we move on to the final fight and the last round of the cosmere cage match with a fight that i don't think any of us were expecting (laughs) yeah this leaves us with kaladin versus zeth which is a fight that we have seen before in the books um but again this is all random Everything is made up and the points don't matter. (laughs) I think what is so great about this fight and this kind of ending to the Cosmere cage match is it does point out that magic systems are not necessarily equal across worlds. I think we had a plethora of fighters from Rashar because it is the most war-heavy of the worlds that we've seen. And it's just the most developed so far. Correct. There is, I would say, uh, before you start talking about Mistborn Era 2 and guns and stuff like that, like many of our combatants, Wax being the big one, made it very far because of guns. Uh, Marasi, we thought, could pull off a surprise victory over Vasher with her use of guns. Uh, But yeah, for the most part, we have this kind of magical advancement on Rashar mixed with a very war-heavy society creating a bunch of individuals that are just going to have more experience and magic better suited to fighting like how much of vin's loss is simply because as we mentioned many of those elementic abilities are better used for like sneaking and sleuthing and being an assassin than a full-on like warrior out on the front lines I think that we have the possibility, though, of a couple of wrinkles in this fight because there is, we've seen this fight in the books, Kaladin versus Seth. But both of those characters were at very different points when they fought in the books. Um, Zeth still had his honor blade. He was not a knight radiant. Uh, Kaladin was only, what, second ideal? Yes. So he did not have his like fully morphable spren blade. So I do think that this fight is going to look a little bit different than the one that we've already seen. And I think that one of the most kind of significant or what could be the most significant is that while each are third ideal Knights Radiant, we have started to see Kaladin utilize uh, what I would call fourth ideal powers. Uh, specifically his manipulation of windspren um, and a better understanding of his second surge. He has gravitation and 
is it adhesion? Yeah. Okay. Um, but his second surge in the manipulation of windsprend, he started to really practice where we have seen Zeth never use division, his second of True. the two. So uh, what I'm saying is like, they're both third ideal knight radiance, but I think Kaladin is more experienced with his powers than Zeth is. Even though Zeth, like you said, has used all those honor blades before. Yeah, don't... but I do think like Zeth has <laughs> Zeth has unique experience. Yes. But like he's brought in a lot of sort of external tools. So he is not as comfortable with what he is naturally, right? Because first he was using honor blades, so he was acting like a windrunner, and now he's of a different order and he hasn't necessarily practiced as much with, like you said, that second surge of division. And he's been relying pretty heavily on night blood rather than using his own sword and like practicing with his own sort of like internal self-contained powers. He's been bringing in a lot of other things, which is cool, but not necessarily applicable in this fight. So yeah, I think that Zeth definitely has a, incredibly focused and devoted mindset uh, that, you know, serves him well in his assassinations and his fighting. But at the same time, he's going up against Kaladin, who's one of the more driven characters that we've seen across the Cosmere. So no real edge. I think both of them have mental flaws that everyone is aware of. Uh, But I would say like no real edge in terms of the mental combatants We have equal amounts of healing, you know, theoretically. No reason that one would have more healing abilities because of Stormlight than the other. True. One of our fans wrote out quite a long bit, and I'm not going to read it all, but I will read parts of it because I love that they uh, kind of understood the updated nature of this fight. They said, quote, We've seen this fight already, so hey, Kaladin must win, right? He did once, well, not so fast. That was Zeth with an honor blade and Kaladin as a second ideal radiant. Now this is a fight between two full knights radiant, Skybreaker and Windrunner, two orders who historically hate each other. This is the closest fight so far in the cage match, and I believe it goes to Zeth. Both are evenly matched in power and skill, but Zeth has ruthlessness about him that at this point in the story, Kaladin simply does not. Hmm, good point, good point. So they're saying that like, Maybe that mental imbalance that Zeth has uh, contributes to his ruthlessness. And his victory. Yes, and for them, the supposed victory. I believe that the fight is going to come down to a taking of a bunch of wounds by each of the individuals. As we've mentioned in other fights, though, I think where Kaladin has the advantage, and I voted for Kaladin... I think where Kaladin has the advantage is his manipulation of Syl and Syl's cooperation with Kaladin. Like, everybody's talking about the individual characters, but we also forget Syl's character. Syl and Cal are a team that are working together, and they're very, very connected and unified. And so we have seen multiple times Syl aid Kaladin in unique and creative ways that weren't necessarily 
because of Kaladin. It's not like yeah. Kaladin said, hey, still go do this thing and I'm going right. to do this thing. It's just like she knew what she to do. She knows what he needs. Yes. And like, I find that to be what could be the deciding factor in this fight is not necessarily Kaladin at all. Obviously, he's got skills. But Syl... Syl for the win! Yeah, Syl is the the game-breaker, basically. The the thing that nudges Kaladin over the edge in my perspective. I really liked another uh, fan quote that we got for this one as well that was just kind of creative and thoughtful. Uh, this person says... Quote, the premise of the fight begins when Zeth and Kaladin argue over who can best protect and serve Dalinar. <laughs> and then they go on to say, uh, Kaladin says, I bet your spren can't become different weapons. Zeth is envious and commits seppuku. <laughs> Nail promptly resurrects him. <laughs> End quote. <laughs> and it just goes endlessly around and around and around. <laughs> Brock, I did have fights. that thought as well. Like, Maybe Zeth or maybe Kaladin wins because Zeth has sworn himself to Dalinar and Dalinar is just like, I command you not to defeat Kaladin. And, <laughs> and so he, he just like waves the white flag <laughs> and Kaladin waves wins. Waves his old assassin's white clothing. Yeah, yeah. I give up. I give up. So I think that's my version of the fight. Kaladin wins because Zeth just surrenders because Dalinar told him to. There are an endless number of those comments and thought-provoking ideas and creative uses of powers that we've seen uh, throughout the Cosmere cage match. Many, many complaints as well. Love you complainers as much as the uh, supporters. There is, of course, so much to love about the Cosmere, so much to think about and really wonder. You know, we've had such a great time like doing the podcast and I've had a lot of fun in these last couple of weeks as we've just been kind of talking and we run into people and they're like, Hey, what do you think about this in the Cosmic cage match? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's pretty, it's cool to get just like a creative spin on things, especially when you take the characters out of their, uh, world. Yeah. Um, I think, I have had a lot of cool realizations about a lot of the characters and have heard some really fun, cool, creative things from fans also. We are calling Kaladin Stormblessed our victor in the Cosmere, winner of the Cosmere cage match. Woo! Excellent. Thank you, fans. I believe that the only appropriate reward for Kaladin's hard-earned fighting throughout the cage match is a well-deserved break, maybe like a nice mimosa. This dude just needs to relax. Oh, a spa day. Def- he oh, needs spa a day. eater peak oh, spa day. Kaladin definitely needs a spa day. Kaladin, we hereby present you with this certificate for one complimentary day at the Horn Eater Peaks Spa. It's really nice, definitely not being impacted by Odium right now because we exist in a pocket universe where yes. we do whatever we want. <laughs> To everyone who is listening, thank you so much for being part of Cosmere Conversations. You can follow us on Reddit and Facebook and Twitter at Cosmere Convo. All the good things, all the happiness. Let us know if there is anything you would like to hear coming up uh, on the podcast. We always love to hear from you guys. Thanks again so much for participating and getting online with us and voting and sharing all of your creative ideas. Until next time. Life before death, strength before weakness, journey before destination. Mm